Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. With karate, I'll kick your ass. From here to right over there. Oh yeah, motherfucker. Gonna kick your fucking dairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You broke the rules. Now I'm pulling out your pubic hair. You motherfucker. Oh, I'm not going to sit here and beat around the bush. Look, the Lakers, they poopied the bed. No more Lakers this season. They're probably in Cabo or Hawaii or the Maldives, just relaxing, enjoying their money, while I am here disappointed. But I still got plenty of Dodgers and UFC and Bellator and boxing coming up. My point being... I like to spend a lot of time with my friends at Bet Online. It is the best place to get all your news, your scores, odds, and it is absolutely the number one best place to place your bets when it comes to anything going on in the world of sports. Head to the website, betonline.ag, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50, listen to me, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. Your online sports book experts. Oh, and don't let, don't even get me started with Lucy. Lucy, Lucy, you are the best. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists in my hometown of Pasadena, California. They're former smokers looking for a better way to get rid of that nasty habit. Finally, a tobacco alternative that doesn't suck. Four milligrams of delicious nicotine in wintergreen, cinnamon, or pomegranate. That's the gum. The lozenges, which are also awesome. Four milligrams of beautiful nicotine with the cherry ice flavor. I love both products. And you guys know that I love nicotine. Incredible for cognitive benefits, for focus. It has metabolic benefits. It, of course, helps with appetite regulation. That's why oftentimes people who smoke, uh, they quit and they gain a lot of weight. But nicotine, a lot of taboo around it. It's been demonized only because of usually the way you get your nicotine is nasty. You know, you don't want to be chewing tobacco. You don't want to be vaping. You don't want to be smoking cigarettes. What you want is getting nicotine the right way, and that is Lucy. Mikey likes you listeners. Go to lucy.co. Use the promo code Mikey. That's M-I-K-E-O. Why? Get that 20% off all products deal, including gum and lozenges. Lucy.co. Use the promo code Mikey at checkout. Also, I have to say this. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co. Be sure to use the promo code Mikey. All right, my babies, my babies. It is Mikey Likes You. Uh, I don't have... Your typical show for you today, 
and I hope it's uh, actually an elevated experience for you, the listener, because I will be very honest, I put a different level of effort into it. Um, This is kind of a meta show in that I am discussing something that's actively going on with me as I do this podcast that I also want to make the topic of the podcast. So it's a dream inside a dream inception kind of thing. Here we go. Let's spin the top. I have been going through a lot of kind of soul searching, I would say in the last couple of weeks. Um, I opened up on the Q&A podcast, I believe last episode, not sure, Um, that I had this weird dream. This dream where I was face-to-face with my mortality and even if I have a great run and go live another 50 years into my 90s, it's still going to probably go by in a flash. I was an old man, old as fuck. Um, I believe I used the analogy that I was old like uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine from uh, Star Wars. I mean, I was old. I was all wrinkly and shit. But in my dream, it made sense that I was this old. Um, my wife was with me and we were on the porch of somewhere that wasn't our house, but my wife was her, my wife now, which would be awesome if I can do that, if I could figure out a way to pause her now and then I just get old. So <clears throat> I commented to her that it all went by so fast. And I woke up from this dream and I was like hit by this and I, I started to essentially face my mortality kind of head on and it got me really fired up for life it started me down this path of wanting to do more wanting to do more not necessarily just overall more effort but wanting to put in more focus and and a more concerted interest into my purpose here in life and making sure that the space between me being uh, a, a zygote and a little goo ball inside my mommy's belly and this and the, the time when I die and become worm food that I don't look at it as some weird mediocre waiting room for something better that I need to take advantage of every single moment that's here and that's with me so I started doing that and I have been happier for it At the same time, I started to get these DMs and emails and messages from patrons um, kind of asking these questions that weren't necessarily about the technical aspects of eating and lifting and stuff. Things about motivation, things about depression, things about uh, um, finding purpose, finding your will to go on when things get down, you know, and, and obviously look, certain levels of discomfort and suffering are, are parts of all of our lives. And as I started to deal with these questions and, and answer them as honestly as I, and, and as I I guess, I don't want to say courageously, because that sounds a little bit pretentious, but as, um, as in, in a, such a, in as straightforward a fashion as I possibly could, right? I got this notion that I'm, I'm kind of this becoming a self-help person, 
right? To you, the listeners, and to other people that are just somewhat familiar with me. And that is A, super flattering, and B, really bad. Why is it really bad? Because I hate the idea of self-help. Certainly what, um, what we have come to know it as in the modern day. I think Instagram and, and YouTube and things like that have only pushed it even farther in a, in a very toxic, negative direction. And I, I, de- I despise self-help. Because from my estimation, <clears throat> I just said estimation, from my, which is a, a great adult film. Check it out sometimes. Um, from my estimation, self-help nowadays is, is, is all about the denial of suffering and figuring out these, it's, it's a denial of this natural part of human development, right? Which is the tough, the tough stuff the horrible, miserable shit that comes with having this amazing human brain and human consciousness. And it demonizes any form of of, of aggression or violence and promotes this kind of hedonistic escapism, right? Uh, Buy these products, eat these foods, um, live in this comfort, be, be, be nicer to yourself. Just be nicer to yourself about it and pamper yourself Escape from this reality that you're dealing with, this this existential nihilism that's become the norm. There is a a, 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 a erroneous idea of utopia that's being pushed to you by not only this self-help bullshit world, but also by, I think, the government, especially in the fallout of of the COVID-19 outbreak. This myth of utopia and comfort. What does it do? It provides you this synthesized version of it, a synthesized purpose for you to live because we all innately lack our own in this day and age. It it provides you this manifested idea of of happiness and purpose in buying stuff and eating stuff and, 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 and having these garish displays of what it means in the, I guess, superficial sense to be happy. And it only reinforces this idea of of us pressing repeat, copy, paste, repeat, copy, paste on our lives with these meaningless kind of unfulfilling tasks that we do over and over and over again and do mostly labor that we don't enjoy to kind of help fuel this lifestyle and just keep it going. And this endless search for comfort, and it just becomes suffocating. So now I started to get geeky about stuff, as, as I'm prone to doing, right? And I think you guys can hear it in my voice, is that it wasn't just this realization that came to me. And I was like, hey, it's, you know, I'm thinking about it. And I, I'm thinking about the malaise that I feel oftentimes because I lack this push to just be a a a developed man, as opposed to that, I I look to 
Instagram or, or GQ magazine or celebrities and, and, and nonsense to try to, like I said, synthesize this idea of what it means to be alive and happy instead of eschewing all of that, which is just a distraction, in order for me to not focus on the fact that I'm not developing or self-actualizing in any way. So I, like I said, I get geeky about stuff that starts to mean something to me and I, I start going through my brain and I'm starting to read kind of man's meaning for, you know, a man's search for this and, you know, uh, a purpose of this and the blah, 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 blah. And Plato, you know, and I'm, I'm going through old notes and stuff that I have in my journals. And I started thinking about Nietzsche. Good old Frederick Nietzsche. And I'm not, don't worry, I'm not going to get on some heady idea where I try to show off how well-read and, and smart I am. I, I, there's, a, there's a point to this. But I, I go back and I start reading Thus Spoke Zarathustra, which is, you know, the Nietzschean kind of work from, I believe, this 18th century. And uh, it, it's really kind of his most well-known stuff because it touches on the idea of, like, the ubermensch, you know, the Superman. And that's where a lot of these, like, classical Nietzschean ideas come from. So I go back and I pick it up and I read it and I'm reading through it and I'm going on the internet looking at like analysis from actual philosophers who are trained in the field and I'm starting to get all of this stuff just it starts unfolding and you know this is a guy who three four hundred years ago was already recognizing the existential malaise that we're dealing with right now in an even more aggressive sense that we're all seeking a temporary escape from our meaninglessness. And in, in doing so, what happens so often is that there's this celebration of others' misery. It gives us this immediate break from our suffering to then just, just, just absolutely marinate ourselves in other people's suffering. And we act out, right? That's what trolling is. That's what shitty comments online are. That's what Reddit has essentially built itself on. Um, you know, friends of mine like Shaw, Brandon Shaw, and Jason Ellis and stuff like that. They have entire Reddit posts and 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 Reddit, you know, subreddits devoted to just talking shit about them. If you really didn't like them, there would those wouldn't exist. It's a great place for people who who what? They they envy the strong and therefore they attack them with this vitriolic slander day after day after day. And that's what we do. That's what, I, to be fully honest, that's what I, I don't shit on people on the internet. I just, I never have and I never will. Uh, I, and I, that's a promise to you. It's just not my thing. I've never done the like, let me go through Twitter or Instagram and then make shitty comments and talk about how people suck. It's not because I'm so great. It's just because that's just not, I, I don't see the purpose, A. Uh, and B, I always was kind of busy, especially in the at the age when that might have been a thing for me, you know, in my mid to late 20s. 
And then when I was a teen, there was no internet. If there was a Facebook and shit when I was in high school, believe you me, there would be no, nothing but thousands of posts of me being an asshole. Um, I'm not above it. But I had kind of, I guess, moved above that when I got to the point when that was a real thing. So now I'm coming to realize all this shit. And right then I get two fucking emails, one DM on Instagram and then another from a patron who asks me how to deal with their family and friends bringing them down when they're trying to diet and exercise and stuff, right? They're overweight, admittedly, and they're, they're trying to make the change and they're doing their damnedest and, they, and, and, and their friends and family are fucking picking on them for it. And it's, it's goddamn disgusting. And you may love those people and they may love you, but I'm pretty sure we've all dealt with this, right? This uh, lobster effect or crab effect, whatever the fuck they call it. One of those clawed, clawed shellfish people, they, they, they pull the other down into the, into the tank when one is about to climb up to the top, right? They'll make this human ladder, I guess not human, they make this crustacean ladder and one of them climbs all the way to the top and then when it gets to the top, they're like, no, fucker, we gotta pull you down, right? And people pull each other down because they're all hurting inside. That's why I think it happens so much more with kids, right? Even the nicest among us has done shitty, horrible, petty shit and said terrible, petty, uh, cynical, horrible things when we were kids because we're all so insecure because we haven't created any life for ourselves and we're all confused about what pur the purpose of our life is. I don't know if there's any purpose to life, but I do know there's a purpose to yours. And that's what it all should be about. Not this idea of self-help, quote unquote, because look... There's no help for that. There's absolutely suffering that comes along with life. We will lose loved ones. We will have very unfortunate and random shit happen. There will be evil people that will do evil, horrible things. That is going to make a dent inside of us. Some larger than others. We might not be that close to said uh, evil exercise, but it, somehow down the line, it's going to affect us. And suffering's going to come along. And disappointment's going to come along. We will have life disappoint us. We will disappoint ourselves. We will eat, even though we're trying to be on a diet, you're going to go on a fucking week-long bender of eating nothing but candy and, and, and cake and fried foods and blah, 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 blah. You're going to maybe try to deal with your addiction. You're going to fall off the wagon and you're going to fucking drink or use drugs. These, we disappoint ourselves. That is part of being a, a fucking living human being. And it's because of this overall sweatpant lifestyle that is being forced down your throat Eat this convenience food. Do your job. Be happy. Shut up. Just be happy you have a job. Work your fingers to the bone. Don't worry about how much you're getting paid. It's probably less than you deserve. You're going to come home and then you're just going to be miserable. Watch TV. Anesthetize yourself. 
Don't search for anything more. Buy these clothes so that you can fit in. Drive this car. If you can't afford to drive this car, better fucking work harder. If you're a woman, you better get a job because you're not a modern woman if you do. You're a fucking, you're, you're a, a loser if you're just a housewife. You better work, you better be a career woman or else you're a loser. You're, you're a fucking traditional woman who's giving into the patriarchy. Oh, by the way, if you're uh, a career-oriented woman and you make a huge career and you work a lot of hours, you're a fucking terrible mother because you spend too much time away from your kids. Do you see what I'm getting at? It's this never-ending kind of divided... kind of teeter-totter of everyone else's suffering trying to act out on you and we do it to each other and then we have the other people do it to you and it's all this this existential nihilism right fuck everything because everything sucks and you know Nietzsche talks about the idea of this last man you know the the last man who is left after this this fallout of nihilism and, and you just stagnate in your life with this lack of purpose and you turn to endless consumption and apathy. You become nameless, utterly interchangeable with everyone else. The chronic meaninglessness is then, it's dealt with with the hedon, hedonistic excess, eating, drinking, spending, fucking, You know, it's been a long time. It's uh, 19 years since I had drugs and alcohol. What did I do in the interim? I fucked every girl that I came in that I spent more than 15 minutes with. Now, nothing wrong with that, in my personal opinion, because I think I always tried to deal with it, um, deal with them as as in in a dignified way. I was never like uh, a, a a jerk about it, but and of course, all these girls were consensual they wanted to do it too but i i had no aspiration to try to grow myself spiritually through it it was all just it was like a hunter looking for prey i sought it after i sought after these women because uh for two reasons one i was horny i'm an animal i'm a male human and i i get horny looking at chicks but B, because then I would act out on this hedonistic impulse and it was a way of making me fucking forget about it for 15 minutes or an hour or two hours, however long this said session would last. But then what would happen at the end is I'd be fucking more and more empty and more and more confused and more and more apathetic about my life. Now... You know, and I'm really lucky to have met my wife and have worked through the problems that every couple deals with to get to the position that my wife and I are at. We've been married now uh, almost eight and a half years, about like that, something like that. Yeah, eight and a half years. Um, and now I have sex because of I want to be that connected to my wife and it enriches me. It doesn't make me feel more empty in the end. 
because I searched and I did work and I suffered. It was hard. It was fucking hard. The first couple years of being with my wife was not easy. Uh, not because any of us did anything wrong, not because my wife was mean, not because I was mean, not because there was cheating or infidelity or abuse or anything. It was because I was searching, she was searching, and we were feeding off each other and trying hard to get to the center of self-actualization. And finally, we were there, at least in the as it relates to, to romance. You get there, and then you finally start to realize, like, oh, this is beautiful. This is supposed to be beautiful, Right. But don't in any way assume that the entire time I didn't have outside forces trying to get me to go to the strip club and go to, you know, and cheat and order hookers and go to bachelor parties with blow and fucking uh, nine fucking hookers. It happens a lot. And what is that? It's, it's the, that, that, that clawing down again from the people around me. And they looked at me like, oh shit, I forgot to turn off my volume. And they look at me like I'm an asshole. Okay, now, not everyone in my life, of course not. I have friends and I have family and I'm very close friends. By the way, close friends that are maniacs, close friends that are single and party that still were like in super support of me and always did everything to help me. But there was always, you know, members of my social network that that definitely tried to look at me like I was doing something wrong. It was the, 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 this anger that developed within them because of their obedience and patience and humility to this system of shit coming down on them that they decided that it was right for them to act out on me, to demonize me for... you know, monogamy for clean living, for working out, for ordering uh, uh, a chicken breast at the at the uh, restaurant, you know, while they're getting burgers and pizza and me getting, you know, like a salad with no dressing and a chicken breast on the side. You know, they, they would then, you know, they make fun of me. So I ask you, what is... What is the force? What is the push to conform to the mediocrity of your neighbors? Do you fear the shame? Are you lazy? Is it a combo of both? I know I certainly feared the criticism from trying to, to go after what I knew to be purposeful and right for me. I was scared of what people would say. Uh, and I'm not saying that drugs or fucking chicks or dudes, whatever you're into, uh, or, 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 or having nice cars or, or spending lots of money is in any way inherently wrong. But uh, oftentimes what drives us to do it is. If you make lots of money, you better buy, fuck yeah, buy the best, nicest car you can because you worked hard for it, okay? 
If you uh, like to party and you can hold it together, go, go, fuck, I don't care. Do as many rails as you want. Drink as much as you want. I don't give a shit. That's not what I'm talking about. It's that if the drive to do it is just this reprieve from existence, sometimes momentary escape from the discomfort of being alive, that's where we get into problems. Let me take a real quick break here to talk about Magic Spoon. It's a spoon and it's magic. Why is it magic? Because it tastes as good, if not better, than your favorite childhood cereals. And it's got 13, 14 grams of protein in every serving with only four grams of net carbs. That's what I'm talking about, 140 calories. And it's not just like some protein powder mixed with junk, no. I'm talking about keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free, this stuff is da bomb. Go try all the different flavors. Build your own different custom box, a bundle. You know what I'm talking about? Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cinnamon. It's all delicious, and it's all a great way to curb your sweet tooth without destroying your diet. Go to magicspoon.com Mikey. Grab a variety pack. Try it today. Be sure to use our promo code Mikey at checkout and save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, any reason, any reason whatsoever, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Magicspoon.com slash Mikey. Use the code Mikey. Save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. So how do we see this, this desire to numb ourselves from the discomfort, that natural discomfort. How do we see it manifest? Well, we see it manifest in a bunch of ways. Most clearly, I think, with internet trolls. Ask yourself, I don't, I don't care if you want to spend all day on Reddit or on Instagram shitting on other people, do, do, do your fucking thing. But ask yourself, what's at the center of that? What is at the center of being critical of a bunch of strangers? What is, what is at the center of that? I'll give you a very clear example from my life. I, for a long time, disliked the Paul brothers because I didn't know really anything about them. But then I saw how fucking rich they were. And I saw how much fun they were having in their life. Then I see them, they're fighting professional MMA fighters and, and getting millions of uh, pay-per-view buys. And they're, now one of them's going to fight fucking Floyd Mayweather. And I, you know what it was? I was fucking jealous. It was me, a, a weaker man, at least in this sense, finding the... Finding envy and then and then acting out because of it. I didn't do anything about it. I didn't make any shitty comments. I didn't even go on the air or talk shit on them. But internally, I was like, fuck those guys. Look at those kooks. And I was like, wait a second. What? They're awesome. They may be dumb. I mean, I don't know. I've heard them talk a couple times. I'm like, ooh, okay. You might want to pick up a book, fellas. Um, but hey, they're doing their thing. They figured out some weird way to make millions and millions of dollars at a very young age. They're super athletic guys. And they thought, Hey, let's fight people. They're willing to fight us. We'll talk shit. We'll do it really well. We'll build it up and they're fucking killing it. So what was it? It was something inside me. So that's how you see it act out most clearly. I also see it with goddamn politics nowadays where 
I, I know. I don't think I know. Especially, especially people on the extremes, whether it be the left or the right, half of the shit you don't even believe, half of the shit that you're saying, you either justify it internally or you're just not aware of how much bullshit it is. And again, this is not a partisan idea. This comes from extreme fucking woke and the QAnon wild fucking right, okay? It's all anger and shit talking. It's baseless, manipulative, and empty. And where does that come from? But you know what? While you're there, while you're on, you know, some Reddit site or you're going to superwoke.com or, you know, brooklynveganreadingtime.com to get your left stuff or your whatever, your, you know, MAGA for life for the right... While you're there and you're collecting all this information and then you're getting in these battles online or in the streets at a protest, what does that do? It makes you forget about what the fucking emptiness that exists inside of you. And I see I see it happen with me not too often, but it happens with me. It happens much more with my friends that do this where they put up this picture of themselves and they're jacked out of their mind, right? They take a shirtless picture of a guy, big, beautiful physique, Every fucking other comment is, yeah, well, I'd look like that if I did steroids too. I, oh my god, yeah, fucking surgery. Every girl's surgery and 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 every guy's drugs and every and it's like some of the people, and I get this one too. I'll put up like a shirtless pic and it's like, ooh, gross. Your body's gross. Eat a sandwich. A real men don't look like that. And you go and you look at the profile and you're like, yeah, do real men look like you, man tits? Is that reality? Oh, no, no. What happens is, is that you're not happy with the way you look. And it's not like I'm rubbing it in their face. It's just a fucking pick. And next thing you know, you got to make that comment to me. I don't, you don't even fucking know me. You don't know Bobby Maximus. You don't know my friend Mike Safi. You don't know these people. You don't know Mark Sisson. But you're like, I, I don't, I, I, I wish I looked like that. I could wake up tomorrow, but I don't. So now I must fucking just shit on them. And the, I see it so much with females too, with like these Instagram models. These are young girls and they're smoking hot and pe- they figured out some weird way to make a million dollars off of posting pictures of them with teeth whitening fucking trays. But man, the, t- the comments underneath are, they're either two things. One, gross guys who are like, yeah, baby, I'd, I'd tax that ass. Or angry, angry fucking women. And I didn't want this podcast to be a lecture because it's not. But what I did want it to be is at least maybe hopefully a wake-up call because I was gifted this amazing wake-up call of my own where I I came to this, again, self-actualization, not self-development, not self-help, none of that. Okay, it was this actualization that like I have my own life to live and there is a life within me that has purpose and meaning and it doesn't exist anywhere else. And so do you. So do you. And it doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter what your job is. 
If you wake up every day and you enjoy it and that it gives you the, the luxury of being able to spend time with your family or do those hobbies that you like and, and feel like you are, are being a, a good man or a good woman, then, man, I envy you and I, 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 I support you. But if you're in the other boat, like most of us are, where you work a job you hate, Again, this has nothing to do with, I don't care if you fucking clean jizz at the adult uh, booths or if you are a, a, a multi-millionaire living on Wall Street. I don't care. It has nothing to do with it. What I'm saying is, is if you're just killing your own self, your own worth, just to be able to pay the bills, There's something missing, and it and it manifests in a very, very dangerous way, and we're all really miserable. I was I was reading. There was, of course, there was another shooting, and it's it's always horrible. And I'm not going to get political about guns. I'm a I'm a gun owner, and I believe people should own guns. But the shootings are always it's always depressing, and it's always horrible, right? So I'm watching some newsfeed, and it shows the amount of gun murders in America, 2018, 19, 20. I'm like, holy fuck, those are amount of deaths from gun in America. That is a lot. It's way more than other countries. So then I go online, I start just doing like a little teeny bit of research, and I realize over two-thirds, 68% of deaths from guns in this country are people who fucking shoot themselves. That's right, suicide. Over two-thirds, 68% of gun murder in this country is suicide. Now that should be a wake-up call. I don't know what we do about guns. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't, I'm not here to get political. I'm not here to tell you how to think or live your life. What I am saying is like, let's all take a second and realize that many people are suffering so much. They're so, their life feels like it is not worth living. So they take a firearm and put it in their mouth and kaboom. That is the overwhelming majority of deaths from guns in this country. What does that say? Because how many of us are right on the fucking cusp of doing that? And that's all I wanted to get out. Is that there is a very quick remedy to that. And it's just a little fucking switch in your brain. It just says like, no, I'm not going to allow myself to just search for this instantaneous relief from the comfort because I'm going to sit here and I will find salvation and I will find myself within the suffering, within the discomfort because that is what makes me alive. And I'm not going to fear death, as Nietzsche said, I'm going to confront it because that will remind me of my mortality. That there is something beautiful to this existence. And it has nothing to do with how big your house is. It has nothing to do with how your abs look. And it has nothing to do with what your friends or family or your peers or people online think. It has to do with how you feel about yourself. All right? I love you. In this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares, remember, I do. You know what's awesome? Sex. You know what's awesome? Free stuff. You know what's even more awesome than anything? Combining the two. Adam and Eve is the only place you need to go to buy those products to help spice up the bedroom. 
Adam and Eve is the best in the business, and now they're offering you free stuff to make it even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter the co- the offer code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. That's B-L-E-A-V, and get 10 tantalizing free gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, a third item you'll both enjoy, and six free adult movies, plus free shipping. That's B-L-E-A-V at checkout, the code BLEAV at adamandeve.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.